following program presents principles designed to promote good health and is not intended to take the place of personalised professional care. The opinions and ideas expressed are those of the speakers. Viewers are encouraged to draw their own conclusions about the information presented. Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm your host, Margot Marshall. Depression is more than just a low mood. It's a serious mental health condition that has an impact on both one's physical and mental health. Today I'll be talking with a doctor and one of her patients who recovered from depression and anxiety as a result of simple lifestyle interventions. Stay tuned. Healthy Living is a production of 3ABN Australia Television, focusing on the health of the whole person, body, mind and spirit. You'll learn natural lifestyle principles with practical health solutions for overall good health. Depression is the single leading cause of disability, not only in Australia, but worldwide. And here to talk to us about lifestyle interventions is a general practitioner who practices lifestyle medicine, along with one of her patients who has recovered from depression and anxiety. So welcome, Dr. Coralia Jigal, and welcome to you, Esther. Lovely that you could come and join us today. And tell me, you, you practice lifestyle medicine. How long have you been a general practitioner, and when did you start, how long ago did you start doing life, including lifestyle medicine? I graduated in 1980 in Romania. We arrived in Australia in 1987. I arrived here without speaking any English. Uh, by the end of 89, I passed the AMA exam. Wow. And we're, I'm working here in Australia since 1990. So you were able to learn the language in that time well enough to pass those exams. That's, that's very impressive. Very yes. impressive. And um, 12 years ago, my husband got prostate cancer at the age of 56. And we've been so shocked. Said, what we have done wrong? Because we've been like all the other Adventists eating, considering eating healthy and doing everything else good. My husband was not obese, he was fit, everything was good. And been so shocked and that's when we started looking what was wrong. And by God's grace we have our eyes open and we've been so wrong, we couldn't believe how wrong we've okay. been. Tell us about that. And <laughs> we start changing our lifestyle. Okay study, find out why is this, find out why is that. So it took me quite a long time, but um, to reprogram and to rephrase what medicine means. And what sorts of things were you eating that you realized later were not really helpful? You we, we never eat so much meat or something like that, but we eat a lot of processed food oh, okay. in the men's or I mean, one of our preferred meal was French potatoes. I don't know if you know what French potatoes. That means it's a layer of uh, boiled potatoes, a layer of feta cheese, a layer of eggs, and another layer of uh, potatoes. And you put some sour cream on top and you put them in the oven. 
Okay. That was an absolutely disaster because not only you have a lot of cholesterol, that all cholesterol is oxidized. So when you're high, you have a lot of advanced mm -hmm. glycation end products. And this is one of the stuff which is aging after mass and is causing a lot of problem. Mm -hmm. So I myself, I got gallbladder stone at the age of 42 and I did not know by that time. I said, oh, my father have a gallbladder stones, but in the family, we eat the same, you know? So this is why. Now I know what I got my, why I have my gallbladder stone. So when your husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer, that was your wake-up call. Is it that was a, it was a really wake-up call. He had uh, radiotherapy, and by God's grace, we changed our lifestyle completely. And by God's grace, he's very well now. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So you've seen for yourself the difference that it can make. Yeah. when you really understand you what is healthy shock. and actually do it. And, of course, it's more than just uh, the food. It's uh, exercise and, it's, and other things. It's everything. Yes. So all the parts, all the, our environment which belong to us, yeah. except of the genes. Yes. Hydration, well, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, now, Esther, what about your story? What, what was it that um, was your big health concern and, and how you, at some point, came in contact with Dr. Coralia? My journey um, began a few years ago. I had a very good friend of mine and um, she was suffering from gastric cancer. But before she was diagnosed with gastric cancer, um, they um, had a lot of issues that had happened in their family with um, the house being flooded, the um, house the following year then being burned down. She was my prayer partner, she was my spiritual mentor, mm -hmm. she was um, my best friend, you know, yeah. we shared lots of things and I had immersed myself in the situation of her being sick mm -hmm. and her being unwell and um, during the, the time leading up to her passing away, I had suffered from, I started suffering from anxiety and I didn't even have an idea that I was suffering from anxiety because I didn't know what anxiety was. You know, when people spoke about anxiety and depression before, for me it was, what is this? I don't understand it because when you're healthy and well and you don't know what other people are going through mentally, you really don't have an understanding mm. at all. No. You can't comprehend what they're going through. And so now it had come to my doorstep and um, she passed away. And with her passing away, the loss and grief had a f started an effect on me. And I wasn't aware of this. And just gradually, I started the symptoms of anxiety started showing up more and more in my, oh my, in my, in my lifestyle, in the way I was living. While traveling overseas, I had gotten so sick while I was in the restaurant, they, they, they called a paramedic to come and the paramedics didn't come in time and my, my um, husband and sister, they put me in the car and they rushed me off to hospital. And the nurse looked at me and she said, do you know what's happening to you, my dear? You're having a panic attack. And that words that fell out of her mouth was, I don't know what this is. And they gave me um, medications in the container and they said, look, you're going to have to see a psychologist and you're going to have to see a doctor. Um, when you get back home to Australia, 
you know, you're going to have to follow up. Well, I just became progressively worse. Mentally, physically, it started taking full charge of me. Um, I was becoming desperate because I didn't, socially, I didn't want to mix with people anymore because this fear would arise up in me and I don't know where this fear had come from, you know. And um, eventually, one day, I became so desperate, I thought I need to find a holistic doctor because I was seeing a psychologist, it wasn't helping me. I went on Google and up came this program, Anxiety Depression by Neil Nedley, run by the Casey Church down in Dandenong. I thought, oh, maybe I should, you know, enroll, which I did. I enrolled myself in this program. And in this program, I had learned so much and the support of the people, it was absolutely fantastic. I learned about foods. I learned about whole, whole meal, whole um, plant-based diets, the, the balancing of it. I learned all of that and that was all good and fine. The program was 12 weeks. After the program was finished, I changed my lifestyle. I was a person that exercised um, regularly and I thought that I was eating well. Well, um, my health just started spiraling downwards. I started getting severe stomach cramps and when I say severe, severe in a fetal position, stomach cramps. Mm -hmm. And during this program, someone had said to me, you know, we see Dr. Jigal, maybe you would like to see her. And I thought, okay, well, it wouldn't hurt because by now I was at desperate door. Mm -hmm. So um, I made an appointment, went to Dr. Jigal, came to her and um, she sat down, the calm, relaxed person that she is, she sat down and she said, tell me what's happening to you. And then I started telling her about, um, well, first of all, she said, what's happening to you? My blood pressure was sky high. Um, that's what fear does. It actually affects your yes, blood pressure yes. without you even knowing it, you know. Um, and then she said, look, let's get some blood tests done. By then, my GP that I'd seen before, every time I did a blood test and went to see him, he said to me, don't you want to go on antidepressants? It will really help you. Wrote out a script, gave me the script, went off to the pharmacy, got the medication. I opened it up, read the contraindications. I almost had an anxiety attack <laughs> reading that. Yeah. I looked, I thought, I'm not taking this medication. What if I'm already suffering from fear? You know? Mm. And you know the Bible says, in Peter 1 first Peter 1 5 it says be sober be vigilant the devil goes around as a roaring lion seeking whom who may devour and you know I started learning that he's trying to devour my brain with fear because fear was controlling me but I didn't know that I was suffering the effects of losing a dear friend of mine 
I didn't know that it was having an mm. adverse effect on me and that was anxiety which was slowly creeping in with depression. And I remember sitting in my doctor's room and I said, all I want is for this to go away. I just want to fall asleep and only wake up when it's all gone. And he said, take the medication. <laughs> and, but I wasn't convinced about this medication. With Dr. Chikao, her approach was different. After talking to her, she said, let's go and do your test. I went off, did the blood test, came back. I had a lack of vitamin A, B, C, D, zinc, Almost magnesium, <laughs> low levels of omega-3, absolutely low. And I said to her, doctor, what do I do? And she said to me, let's start off with a nice whole food, plant-based diet. Let's see how we can change this. She said, are you exercising? I said, yes. She said, early in the morning, are you getting out there? You know, we also learned that walking in the blue light actually helps, mm. you know, you build up melatonin, walking up in, in the blue light. And um, I was waking up early, I was going for my walks and um, I was doing my exercises. I was going for swimming lessons. I, I am a swimmer, I was going for swimming. Um, but this anxiety just wasn't getting better. It had spiraled to a point where the muscles in my back was spasming so badly that I couldn't breathe. Oh my goodness. I ended up... That's, uh, that's, that's incredible. I ended up having such a bad attack that I ended up driving into the Ringwood Public Hospital with my arms wrapped around my abdomen saying I can't breathe. And they took me in, did all these tests, and I had to stay there for a long period of time. And then they said they recommend all these different tests. And eventually I ended up going for an angiogram. And the doctor said to me, there's nothing wrong with your heart. Your heart is fine. You're suffering from muscle skeletal issues. And I do have fibromyalgia. And it is actually, it flared up with suffering from anxiety and depression. Mm. Do you know, it, it's an incredibly disabling thing. And it, not, just, not just mentally, but physically, as you've just experienced. And I don't know if people really understand that, that how bad it can be physically. Mm. And um, so I'm really sorry that you've been through that terrible journey. Go, go on. Well, actually... There were times when I felt that I'm being put in the crucible, <laughs> that I'm being refined in this process of suffering from anxiety mm. and depression. And I started turning to, I've always been a, a prayer warrior. Mm. And I started, and I've always journaled. For years I've journaled. In sermons I journaled them. The prayers I journaled. And I started turning more and more to the Lord. My drive on me, I had suffered severe from anxiety and depression 
that I had brain fog. Yeah. I had fatigue. Yeah. Mm. I'd managed to scramble my body up in the morning, get dressed, go to work, and I had to listen intently. I had to focus on what people were saying because I needed to work. And I needed to think more because brain fog is very cloudy. Mm. Your, and your thinking patterns are not sharp, they're not mm. clear. Mm. It's a vicious cycle, anxiety and depression. When you don't get help, it can actually put you in a very precarious situation. Yes, well, thank thankfully, you were able to get some help from our, our lovely doctor here. Yep, she looked at my diet and she said, okay, let's, let's change this. Let's start off with, you need to build up your omega-3s, Esther. So get your hemp seeds, get your chia seeds, get your linseeds, she said, grind them up. Get a, you know, get a smoothie going. Let that be your first drink, you know, in the morning. And um, I started that, my plant-based diet, whole meal foods, you know, my green veggies, my green smoothies. She said to me, are you not eating your carrots? You got no vitamin A inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, I started my, because when you're sick, you actually, your clarity of thought is not very clear. No. So with coming into her office, her listening to me, her empathy in, you know, telling me, you know what, there's hope. This is not the end of the road. You can get better. Oh, that's you know, encouraging. Isn't there it? is life yeah. after anxiety. Yeah. There is hope, you know. And I started changing my lifestyle of, my, my diet with colorful veggies, colorful, you know, getting my quinoa in, my brown rice in, my vegetables, you know, and, um, and also I turned to God. I used to rush home in the afternoon to get, I, I changed my work patterns. I used to work long hours before, mm. long, mm. ridiculous hours. Yeah. And I changed my hours. I started, I spoke to my husband. He was so empathetic. He said to me, why don't you work four days a week and shorten your hours? In the meantime, before I did that, Dr. Jigao said, I think you better go for a CT scan, no, an ultrasound. I had a colonoscopy and then gastroscopy. They found out I was suffering from gastritis you want to explain what gastritis is? It's just an inflammation on the stomach. Yes. I had inflammation in my mesenteric lymph glands. Mm -hmm. uh, that was mesenteric adenitis. Yes. When you came with one of the big problems, you know, when I examine you and you have such a bad, and I send you to have an ultrasound, and the ultrasound was confirming, yeah, because we, we are not sure if it's appendicitis or, and it was an inflamed lymph gland. And yeah. you settle. And with the lifestyle change, the gut started relaxing, mm. the pain started easing. Um, I had to see an osteopath. Your fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. I'd, it's gone. It's, 
that's a, that's a painful journey in so many ways. There's yeah. so many things going on in your body yeah. and you're continuing to work somehow or other. You, yes. you just pushed yourself through that. But that must have been a really, really difficult time of your life. Looking at you now, it's hard to imagine all of that happening to you. So I, I'm taking it, that's the thing of the past. Is all of that thing all behind you? Yes, it's anxiety is is something that tries to trick the brain that you have to, you have to be scared of something fearful that's going to happen. Mm. But it's not true. Mm. It's not true. You eventually learn that that fear comes from Satan. Jesus says, I've come to give you life and I've come to give you life abundantly. Well, I think the first thing that happened when his um, birth was announced, it's peace on earth. Yes. And the last thing he said was to the disciples, my peace I live with you, leave yes. with you. And so, yes, it's there for us. Yes. It really is. And that's what God would like us to experience. Yes. And it plays a big role. This spirituality, Absolutely. this connection with the one who created us yes. plays a huge role yes. in, in our healing, any kind of healing, really. And a lot of it starts in the mind. Absolutely. Whatever's going on in your mind is telling the rest of our body yeah. things that aren't helpful. So absolutely, so it's good that you had that connection. Absolutely, I hate to think how different it might be if you hadn't had a, a wonderful GP and a connection with the Creator. Yeah, who can? It's just the changes that she implemented, and, and all of because that. Because she was so nutrient depleted, so nutrient depleted. That mm. is the problem with our Western diet. Mm. We are very nutrient depleted. We eat food which is very good taste. And it's very pleasant in the mouth mm. and does not have the nutrients. I mean, how can you expect mm. the brain to work properly when you have the vitamin B depleted completely, when you don't have vitamin E, when you have, don't have vitamin C? Yeah. So this is why depression and anxiety, they are disease of the 21st century. The main problem is we are so depleted in nutrients. I had some lecture in, in Monash University. I was talking about gut microbiome. And uh, as I walk in, it was a big panel there, and it was written on it. One in four teenager classified for a mental disorder. Isn't that tragic? At that One in four. This, they're it not was even terrible. When adulthood. I read it, I said, oh, no. So the reason is our kids and our teenagers, they are eating so bad. A part of the other problem, this is one of the problems. Mm. Staying on the machines all the time, yes. lots of media interaction, not social connection. Yeah. yeah. Also, there was one thing that we learned with um, the whole food plant-based diet, with um, the whole foods, they actually... Um, increased tryptophan, yeah. which is a precursor for serotonin. For serotonin, yeah. Yeah. Lin lentils. Yes. Lentils are a great food. We eat it at least twice a week. And that was one thing. I wasn't sleeping well. If I had two hours sleeps maximum. <gasps> oh, you're kidding. A night, for a whole night. Yes, and that was happening for two to three years. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it was a battle. You're saying a couple of hours sleep a night for three years. I don't know how you lasted. I don't know how you could do it. It can only be the grace of God. Oh, my goodness. He's got a purpose for each one's life. So how's your sleep now? 
beautiful. <laughs> Isn't that? I sleep one? now. Mm. Yeah, as, now I sleep like a baby, mm. you know. And um, when I do wake up early, it's because I need to have a conversation with God. That's that, very special. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you don't wake up fearing anymore. You wake up actually must be the Lord inviting me to have a conversation with him. That's a beautiful way to start the day. Yes, and there's so many people that need prayer. Now, they are. it's amazing how sometimes you have to go through a journey. Yes. To yeah. be able to empathize with other people who's going through the same, mm. or family members who's going through the same. Once you've been through that journey, you can actually give those who's going through the same hope. And you can actually give them tools, you know, to help them and to let them know it's not the end of the road. There is hope on the other side, you know. And, and that's the beautiful thing because there is hope. Yes. Um, the, the Nedley program that you did, I've, I've conducted that a number of times and I have seen the change that can take place and very quickly. It's actually a 20 weeks for a full turnaround, but even at the end of the, um, the few weeks program, they are just measurably by their own standards, you know, they do their test before and after and just implementing the sorts of things that you've said, the whole food, plant-based diet and the yeah. exercise and the sunlight and the sleep, all of that. How long is it taking since you start implementing your new, this is called intensive lifestyle treatment, how long it's taking and gradually until you improve reasonable? It took me 12 months. Okay. It took me to to become. So you need. You were, but you were extremely at the extreme end. I you? was at the extreme end, and honestly, I, I can't hardly believe that anyone could just have two hours sleep a night for three years yes. and still function. When I started, when I discovered that I was suffering from anxiety, I was a wealthy weight of sixty-five point eight kilograms, mm. and. As, the, as the, the impact of anxiety made me lose 13.8 kilograms. Oh my goodness. Yes, it affected my gut yeah. and well-being so badly. Yeah. We know exactly how it's helping. The cortisol, the stress hormone it is, is directly impacting on your gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. This is why you have all the gastric symptoms, you have all the problems with your stomach and so so it is knowing today how, why this has happened. Mm. Our, our gut has sometimes been referred to as our second brain. Mm. It is second and brain, second liver. More, about nine times as many messages go from the gut to the brain as, as the other way around. Mm. And we're just beginning to understand how we're made and how we function. Mm. And it's just remarkable. As I said, the book which I read, mm. the professor studied for 40 years, gut mind interaction, and he said, we are just in the beginning yes, of our understanding. Just, just beginning to understand it. Yeah. So looking after that gut and what gets down, everything that goes in here mm. ends up down there and it's either making us well or, or contributing to our unwellness. It's estimated that our gut microbe are making 40% of our metabolites. 40% of the substances which mm. are traveling in our gut yeah. they are making by our microbes. Isn't that interesting? So yeah. it is important what you put in your mouth. 
see some that they, the little microbes down there we either feed the good ones or the bad ones yeah. and that tips the scales either way and so those wonderful healthy foods we talked about and the physical activity and connecting with the creator mm. and yeah. the sunlight all of that beautiful, mm. beautiful absolutely and you know if you look at daniel and shadrach meshach and abednego you know when when they they insisted on having their plant-based diet. Yes. You know. And in 10 days, they measured them at 10 days. It's the oldest clinical trial conducted and it's still very, very valid. Absolutely. 10 days, that was, that was quite remarkable. And someone's life was on the line if it hadn't worked. Absolutely. He was going to, yeah, got his yes. head cut off. Yeah. So look, our goal is to support you on your journey through life. And we trust that today's program has been beneficial to you or to someone you love. And remember, you can watch our programs on demand. Just visit 3abnaustralia.org.au and click on the watch button. May God bless you. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. 